0: In three, two, one. G'day, g'day people Welcome to Under the Checkered Flag You have with you this week Chelsea, Steph And Delta Woo <laughs> Come on guys, be your own hype men Not everybody can have a Max Verstappen and a Charles Leclerc to be stuck up each other's butts That was an odd sentence that Now that I think sentence. about it <laughs> they i don't know they like love each other or something it's odd max was in charles's top 10 so it is what it is um let us start with a bit of a monaco debrief and how we're all feeling after the inevitable win for mr verstappen the inevitable monaco curse because we all knew it was coming and that podium.
1: How are we feeling?
2: Look, I'm still heartbroken that poor Charles got got six. Like, ugh, that Monaco curse. But Esty Bestie was on the podium, baby. <laughs> whoa, whoa, yeah. Which no one had in their predictions for the week, but. Look, I'll take an Estee Vesti podium any day.
0: I think I said maybe they'd do well. I don't, I don't remember. I have short-term memory loss. You're out Dory. <laughs> Dory. <laughs> how, how, Delta, how are we feeling? We're we're good. We're not yeah. pissed that Max won. We're I'm not pissed Fernando was on the podium. I'm a Red Bull fan, so... <laughs> I mean, at this point, you guys have just wrapped up the championship. Go home. Oh, yeah. You wrapped up the championship in Australia. Wrapped up the championship. Yeah. That's me done for the year. See you all next year. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a chance for us. Ferrari's done for, but... Oh, yeah. As oh, I'm yeah, a Mercedes the fan, there might be a chance. Second place is inbound.
2: Us Ferrari fans are like, we're like when Kimi Raikkonen just like up and left and went and sat on the boat at Monaco that year. (laughs) That's us. That's us at the moment. We're like, nah, we give up. We'll just go chill over here. (laughs) That is fair. That is fair.
0: So what did we think of that? What did we think of the race? Was it as exciting as we thought? As boring as we thought? I expected a safety clock. Ca- car. A safety clock? <laughs> a safety car, a red flag, something. But we didn't get yeah. anything. Yeah. Like, F2 brought the spice, really. Not oh, F1.
2: Yeah. Oh, poor Jack. Poor Arthur. I haven't even watched the race. <laughs> oh, po- have. Just poor F2. Poor F2.
0: Friggin' Aaron Lane Oh. What the fuck? I'm what still so him? lost. I'm so lost. I don't know how someone can go from being 18 laps behind to two laps, and behind, f- three laps so behind, then to 50 minutes behind, then back to two. And then down to one, but then also be 50 minutes behind still and then one lap again. It's, someone at the FIA needs to explain this shenanigans to me because I, I my brain, it it blew up. Genuinely, I was that scene from, like, The Kingsman where Merlin presses that button and, like, Valentine and all of the people that he's, like, brought on board, their heads will blow up in, like, massive colours. And Eggsy's, like, fucking spectacular in, like, the worst Scottish accent I've ever heard. That was my brain. I, d- I don't understand.
2: I'm just throwing it out there that I haven't even gotten to watch the race because I had to work super early on Monday morning and all I had to message people and be like, can someone confirm if Leclerc finished in the F2? And they're like, no, he didn't. And I was like, oh, no, the well, curse has gone down to the brothers.
0: Well, Chelsea, I think we were watching it, she like called me. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> And she's like a laughing. Because we up didn't want to disturb you, Steph. We, we we knew that you were, you um, had the the, yeah. the sleeps were, recro- were required. I was a nap <laughs> was needed. A nap was needed. We are not just, we are pro nap in this Pro-nabbers. podcast. <laughs> pro nap. <laughs> pro nap. For everyone, yes. including drivers. Especially Esteban. Yes, Esteban always needs a nap. Esty Bestie is a night nap king. He is a night napper, <laughs> indeed. Uh, Just rename him night napper. That, to be fair, that does insane. sound Sounds like weird. a serial rapist,
2: <laughs> now that I think about it. So let's not call him that. I don't think he's ever going to live down Esty the Bestie. Esty Bestie. Bestie. Yeah. And I think it was on his... TikTok or his Instagram. He's actually put, I'm pretty sure it's bonjour, it's me, Esty Bestie. He's he's come into it. He he was saying he did like an
0: ask ock on thing on TikTok. And I he was saw. like, I grew into it. He's like, I love it now. Yeah. And he's like, I think a fan gave me the nickname and like I didn't like it
2: before, but it's grown on me. I, I think, think it's think like really cool now. I think he's come to the realization that even if he didn't like it. That was his nickname. Just like yeah. Just like a whole bunch of us call like Charles, we call him Lord Percival. See, I I do love myself a little
0: bit of a Pierre of Pierre Gasly. I, I do. You can't you, 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 <laughs> Yeah, no. I'm sorry, man. You cannot be naming yourself and you cannot be naming yourself tripod at that. Okay? There are children in these streets.
2: Would somebody think of the children? My favourite nickname, one of my favourite nicknames came from Danny Rick and it's gotta be Russell George. Like and the fact that when he won his first race last year, everyone was like, Congratulations, Russell George. And he just like he'd rock up into like his interviews and what's up, Ross George. (laughs) There
0: are some good nicknames along the grid. There are some great nicknames. It's bit of a rogue question here, but if you were to come up with a nickname for a a driver, any driver, pick a driver, which driver, one, are you picking, and two, what are you nicknaming them? Man, I've got to put my thinking hat on. And you cannot use anything that has already been used. So you can't use, like, a variation of Crash Stappen or Lulu or or Esty Bestie or Tripod. Hashtag no tripod zone. Hold
3: on. I'm I'm sorry, Pierre. I love you. Let me look at the green. (laughs) Um,
0: Cannot be referring to Hulkenberg as the Hulk. The man uh, is not green. And... Affected by gamma radiation. I'm sorry. I can't, I cannot stand by this use of this misuse of the Hulk.
2: At the moment, I'm calling Carlos Esteban from um, Esteban exactly. Ramirez. Yes, because someone put on TikTok um, a whole bunch of like it was Esteban saying his name and then it was Carlos saying his name. And I was like, yeah. Because, like he's out Esteban.
0: Yes, yes he is. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, um let me give me a minute.
2: It's such know, a hard thing. such a hard thing to think of because you just you find the nickname for them and then that's just what you go with. Like oh, I have it R- a- on
0: there.
2: Danny Rick's always Being the honey badger, he will always be the honey badger.
0: See, I have a thing about Nick. uh, People get nicknames in like football, in AFL. um, There's a player on my favourite team, Daniel Rioli. I could not remember his name for the life of me so for the first season his nickname and I called it to him to his face and he pissed himself because he thought it was the most hilarious thing he's ever heard is ravioli
2: I was gonna say <laughs> is it ravioli, ravioli.
0: <laughs> so every time I see this man now I'm like hey ravioli he's like you I'm like that's me <laughs> so I feel like I'm trying to think who's someone that doesn't get nicknames? I I was always thinking Charles was Charlie because that's the – I saw something about it as, like, Charles and Carlos as both different, different – Variations avenue, of Charlie. Very, Yeah. I think I would call Alex quack. Quack. <laughs> <laughs> because that, that man doesn't know how to not have a – like, he doesn't know how to not have a pet. So I'd just, I would look at him and I'd be like, what kind of weird noises would I expect to see at your house? What well, like, expect to see, expect to hear your noise. I and I would be like, you're the kind of random dude who's just going to rock up one day, like in the paddock and just go, so I got a duck. And we're all just going to go, yep, makes sense. Sure, why not? With Alex, yes. Yeah, I feel like so I definitely think- would do that.
2: I think I'd call Alex quack. See, so now I'm so thinking I, like if I was friends with one of them personally, what would I call them? That
0: is a good question.
2: my okay, I'm gonna throw out my one for Pierre. I call it was I swear a tripod no,
0: gas
2: no, man. it was the gas man. <laughs> I
0: think they have that – they didn't, Didn't like, Team Gasly do, like, a – Potentially.
3: A, like, a merch because could... they've got, like,
2: full gas and all of oh, that. Potentially. I just – that was my thing for him or, like, um – See, I have a pair of shoes that are, like, specially dedicated to
0: Pierre, so I call them my PGs, so I think I'd probably call him PG. I'd walk around going, rated PG.
2: He is definitely not rated PG. No, that man.
0: No. <laughs> no. Did you see no. the live with um, Esteban and Jack? Je- yes. Cats um. or dogs? <laughs> Doggy, there are children here. <laughs> <laughs> Again, filter yourself. Um, but speaking of a lack of filtering, who do you think would be an ideal teammate? Like, who do you think on the grid, if you've got to pair people up together, can't be their current teammates? No, I've got this one. Who are you pairing up? Just. Can't okay, be could... former drivers no. either, so it has to no. be on the grid okay, this year. So... Can I, can I... Oh, Go yeah. on.
2: Go on, Delta.
0: Well, you said, you said not um, it has to be current, but I'm just going to throw this in because he's a current reserve driver. I am not accepting Daniel Ricciardo Tell- and Oscar Piastri. No, that was oh, not. Oh, no. <laughs> Liam and Alex. They were amazing partners in DTM. I'd love to see them together again. But I'll accept it because they were teammates. Keeping, keeping with the grid, even though I'm a fan, Logan and Oscar. Been they, they, that? they were t- they were teammates in F3 and they were a good pair like, pairs together. Could play some havoc with, on the grid and their positions and stuff because rookies don't learn mm. from other rookies, but
2: could be interesting. What about you, Steph? So just because it is the two of them, uh, I want to do Pierre and Charles, just because yeah. they're just I love them both so much, and I want to do a I want to do a reserve driver as well. I. <laughs> don't know. I want to see Danny and Yuki together. Oh, <laughs> oh that my would gosh, be... That'd be amazing. Um, but if we're also maybe like, oh, if I wanted to just do like a team just for a couple of people that I could look at, Charles and Liam. Fair. That's Chef Kidd. They team. are. They would be beautiful, and I think Certainly. I think they'd get along well too.
0: I'm I think I'm gonna go with, and this is a rogue one, but Lewis and Joe. That'd be cute. I'd love that. The just the levels of fashion, I feel like Thursday would become like the biggest fashion show because we'd be like, okay, so who's gonna outdo their teammate today? Like I who's walking just, in first, I and could then just who's going? Texting about out. their
2: outfits, sending each other
0: photos. Oh, look at So my today I'm wearing like <laughs> this is my pink Valentino that I did during like the pink Valentino collaboration, and like I could see Lewis doing that, and Joe going, "Oh my god, hang on, give me a second, and coming out with something just as extra. I
2: um, throw it out there while we're talking about them, though. Kate. Well, we're not talking about them. Hold on. While we're talking about one of their teammates, Kate messaged me before on this topic. She said George Russell and Lando. That would be interesting.
0: I don't think interesting to well. say the least. <laughs>
2: I don't, I don't think
0: it'd go well. <laughs> I, I think we would be getting some 2016 Nico Lewis vibes. I think. Though, if that's what you're aiming for, can I throw out Max and Lewis? I want to see how that matchup plays out. See Equal I've machinery. Heard... The team has to prioritise one of them. Who's coming out on top? has to be a heard, separate team from like Red Bull and Mercedes though.
2: I've heard that they're actually they actually get along when then when they're not well like the whole grid gets along when they're not racing, but I don't know. It look, yeah, it'd probably be the same kind of vibe as that, but it'd be an interesting one, that's for sure.
0: Okay. And so Changing the question up slightly, one former retired driver and one current driver, who are you pairing up and why?
2: I want to break my own heart and say Michael Schumacher and Mick Schumacher. Aww. Or. Oh. I, kn- I knew that one was going to come. Or Mick and Seb.
0: Yes, Mick and Seb.
2: Because they do, um, they do race together. In I'm having a mind like I can't even think of it. It's when um, they well, racer champions. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Seb used to do it with Michael, and he was doing it with Mick. And I think those two would be a, because just watching them last year. Their friendship was just adorable. So I'd love for those two to be a team together.
0: What about you, Delta? Who are you pairing up? So current and former. Former. Or pre-deceased because I'm going to say retired, but I'm – Yeah, no longer on the grid. Yeah. Because I, I don't particularly, see, like, I, it sounds awful. I don't want to accept Jules Bianchi because I know everyone's going to go, oh, well, then Charles and Jules. Actually, but I would have I gone throw, I would have
2: gone Jules and Danny Rick. Yeah. Even though he's not a thread. Though I do want to
0: kind of throw out Ayrton Senna and see if that's a name that anybody picks up on. Like, if anybody wants to pair Ayrton with anybody. See, Lewis. I never watched... Like, I'm only the last couple of years I've actually come back into F1. So, like, Mm -hmm. when I originally was introduced to it, all I knew was Seb and Mark Webber because they were the two Red Bull drivers on the game we had. Mm -hmm. And we had to race as Mark because my dad's name's Mark and because he's Red Bull. Like, they it was that was the ruling. I don't make the rules, I just enforce them. I was a child so yeah I, that's what I, it sounds like your dad was yeah. doing I don't make the rules I just enforce yeah. them you must be I, Mark Webber I think I it was Mark. um you have to race Red Bull because Red Bull's the best team and you have to race as Mark because Mark's the coolest dude in the world because I'm a Mark and that was the only reasoning that went into it we didn't think anything else of it but I would do Mark and Oscar I, I think that, that'd be very interesting that would be an interesting combination Again, I think I'm going to go Rogue and Michael Schumacher and Yuki Tsunoda.
2: That'd be interesting.
0: The radio messages alone are going to provide entertainment all day. Like, (laughs) Uh, who cares about what's going on on the track in Monaco? Which one of them is raging at the other? Like, prime Michael when he was, like, ready to fight David Coulthard, though, not 2012 Michael when he was, like, done. When he was
2: cool and done.
0: Like, we, I want prime, I don't care who you are, I will fist fight you and I will
2: win, Michael Schumacher. That would be great. Him and Yuki, oh. That would be fantastic. Though, as you
0: said, watching Michael and Mick race together, I think would be... That would warm my heart. That would be something special. Very, very special.
2: Quick, let's change the topic before I break everybody's <laughs> heart.
0: <laughs> um, moving on to something a bit of a change. Two. Delta <laughs> kind of brought up that the graphics change oh, yeah. country to country. And oh, I, I wanted don't even know to, if it's that. I wanted to get your thoughts on the. <laughs> On the graphics that we see with KO in so the graphic here. You know the the picture I accidentally sent the group chat? No. The, the, oh, the one that <laughs> before you sent the, the picture of um, your screen watching the
2: race. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I was meant to send that to Chelsea when we were talking about it. But um because I've never watched a race live and I've never watched one through, like, the KO stream, I thought it was just a KO thing because the only race I've watched live was Melbourne. And, obviously, I was there for it. And 10 last year didn't do the graphics like this. But the amount of information that they put on them is
2: insane. There's so much information so quickly. That's just an – I think that's just a KO thing. No, because I didn't see it on 10 last year. It happened on Sky. Oh, I don't know. I've I've always seen it.
0: Because I didn't see it unless I'm just, like, missed it but I've sometimes didn't it's buying. a blink and you miss it thing yeah
2: and they don't but do it, it all the time but I've I have seen it quite a bit and like the graphics between like the distance between the two cars
0: it That's is amazing it's cool so much information like the different lap like the lap times the gap between them they um sector by sector in f2 which is what I've predominantly watched and F3, they don't do that. They've just got, like, a gap. And that's it. So, yeah, no, I we very, just like so, to step up the game. Yeah. <laughs> so just like a new, speaking new feel. of okay. graphics, if you could add a graphic, if there, any one piece of information that the <coughs> the stream itself, the broadcast itself is currently missing, what are you adding?
2: I kind of just want to say more driver radio, but it's not a graphic.
0: I mean, they they bring up, like, the graphic on the side where sometimes you can't hear them and you can see and they just blur out all of the swearing. I know. How boring of them. And if you listen to enough Sky, if you listen to anything with Sky or Crofty speaking, if you're a Sky Glass or Sky Q customer, yeah. press the red button. You can watch all 20 on board and listen to the Yeah, but how expensive radio. is that? I wish we could do that. We here. can't get it.
2: Of As Australians, we, we
0: can't get it. Because you have to be So I tried and you have to be in the UK with a UK bank account and in a British TV license.
2: Oh, that's just So
0: I'll just I will just true. share it with you guys. You'll have to get a VPN next year when I go to Europe and I'll just share it with everybody.
2: Oh, bless. So <laughs> <I> the <kind>. – <laughs>
0: Hey, Delta, you have to come too, okay? I can only share with so many. You share with Kate. I'll share with Steph. We'll be fine. It'll be all good.
2: It's, um. well, we all know who's on board I'd listen to. Although I don't know if I could bring myself to listen to Charles all the time because, like, his radio from last year, where he crashed out and he screamed oh, that no. no, that still haunts me and that still breaks my heart every time I hear it. And I hear it all the time. I was like, why would you keep using that?
0: Yeah. I feel like I listen to Yuki all the time because his just cracked me up. <laughs> like, even the commentators mentioned it. They're like, oh, I love listening to him. Are you trying to crash me? Are you trying to crash me? Uh, like, mm, I don't think that's what they're doing, but. <laughs>
2: i would not gonna. Lie, I'd probably listen to like Valtteri because I know that sometimes he gives, like, he gives his engineers information to give to Joe. To Joe, yeah. And I'm like, that's just so cute.
0: I saw that, one where and... he passed. Um, he passed. I think Lancer was. I don't remember what track it was. And then the next lap, they because Joe was right behind him, and he goes tell him to do this on the next lap because he's doing yeah. this and pass him the exact same way.
2: Yeah. That's I, what we want in a team. I can
0: I can see why you'd want Valtteri. I think that would be interesting, especially if we get the, um, what was it, to whom it may concern, fuck you. you.
2: I have that um, sitting on my TikTok or, ready
0: to post. Or James, this is Valtteri. In response to the Valkyrie, this is James. Um, I think probably for my grandma, because she is a big, big fan, even though I am definitely not, and I feel like some races he can be entertaining. I'd have to do a race where I just watch and listen to Max. I just think for like, my grandma. Sometimes I and think then, he'd be like so bored. He must be. There's been races where I've heard him go, GP, have you had some water? Yes. It's important to stay hydrated. And it's like, man, you are on a racetrack. Focus on the race. I know you're 50 seconds in front, but your engineer can remember to drink water.
2: It's like, that That makes me want to ask, what's your favourite radio message? Any radio message. Mine's... Um, I'm not even going to be able to get it word for word. It's when um they drop Lando down. He's like, oh, me shoes. And then he's like, okay, we've got a tough one today. We've got um <laughs> the two willies. Like, on the, two willies are, yeah. uh, the two willies have gone hard. Everyone else has gone soft except for, on oh no, everyone's on a medium except for I think it was Danny kibiat and someone else and they've gone soft and i was like thank you for that very precise information (laughs) Garve. that one's probably my favorite
0: mine's not one that i i actually heard it i heard it in an interview not long ago is when patter award had his test and he said they he didn't realize because in indycar they swipe up on their radio to use it and then it something drops down or something but f1 you have to tap on tap off and he didn't realize you had to tap it off and the first time he put his foot flat on the straight he just started giggling because he didn't realize how quick he'd go and how fast he'd go with all the downforce and everything and they just died laughing
2: it just makes me think of the the pit confirm button is he okay like, Brad <laughs> oh.
0: I, I I struggle to I'm just looking at some at the moment um 2002 Belgium qualifying, one Pablo Montoya, where he's just like fucking fucking Raikkonen. I mean, nothing has ever, ever been more reminiscent of Kimmy in my life. Um, Lando Norris introduced me to Fisher with his beautiful rendition of moving up and down, side to side like <laughs> a roller coaster. So that one. Is a very oh I've got interesting one. one. I think my favorite one though has to be maybe Seb at Ferrari. There is something loose hanging between my legs. <laughs> my legs. Besa- from yeah, the between obvious. my legs. Aside <laughs> that- from the obvious.
2: There's no not what
0: you think. <laughs> my my other one would be the F two one from Barcelona. Um, it's not just the radius. What happens straight after it? It's, yep. Um. When Enzo Fittipaldi says to the team, Tell Zane it's a long race because he was trying to fight um, Enzo, who's their teammates. And then the next lap, I think Zane just goes, He's so slow, and just passes him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, passes the entire grid up on, like, third or something. Though I must admit, pretty much anything can be Raikkonen.
2: Yeah, Kimmy, Ragin has had some good radios. Can Leave you me alone! Me? I know what I'm doing. Can you hear me? But but you still answer. No one. <laughs> but you but you still answer. <laughs>
0: my gloves, my gloves, and my wheels. Give me the steering wheel. That was a really bad accent from me there. Though I do think my other one will be. Is the drink connected? You will not have the drink. You will not have the drink, Kimmy. You will not have the drink. <laughs> but where is the drink? Like, does not hear anything his engineer is telling him. Kimi Raikkonen, you are a magnificent man. Take a bow. I miss you every day. Because that makes it sound like he's dead. No, yes. he's not dead. I just miss his I don't give a fuck attitude. Like, that is a man who was just there for a paycheck. He The rent wasn't due. He was just there. He's just just to say he showed up. Yep. Just to say, ah, I fulfilled my contract. I'm here. Well, I heard an interesting one of there's always going to be a fin to Aussie ratio. One always has to be very boisterous. The other one has to say nothing. So there was Kimi Rackett and, and Daniel. And we all
2: then, know who the talkative one out of that pairing was.
0: And now we've got roles yeah, with Oscar and Valtteri. Uh, Valtteri does not count as a Finn anymore. I'm sorry, he he isn't, isn't, yeah, finish, yeah, like, people, but he is an Aussie. Yeah. So does that mean that we've just given up Oscar Piastri? He, Oscar Piastri yep. is now Finnish.
2: Yep. Sadly. We'll play Swap. We'll play swapsies. it's all right. So, I, I don't know how I, can, I feel about that. I can agree Oscar <laughs> Oscar gets my vote
0: because he's a Richmond fan. So mm. I might have to keep him around because he's bringing Richmond to the, to the grid. I just need him to rock up. Oscar, I'm going to speak to you directly here, my guy. You're probably not watching, but I don't care. Please, for the love of God, make something happen at Richmond and then wear a fucking jersey to the the paddock one day. Please. If we make – it's not going to happen this season, but if we make a grand final, I need you to rock up to the paddock in a Richmond jersey, okay? Please. That's all I'm asking. No team gear. Just pants, obviously. (laughs) Fuck. A Richmond jersey, I beg. Oh. Sorry, I'm very passionate about my AFL.
2: That's all right, my team's coming first at the moment, so. Your team is shit. (laughs) I can't say anything. My team can't even
0: beat. Fucking. We can't beat anyone. We just can't do it. We're awful. Um going back to what we were discussing earlier with nicknames if we knew drivers personally, who do you think now this is purely a personality thing, not who's my favorite driver, but who do you think would be your best friend on the grid? Okay. <laughs> I can see that working, actually,
2: because you'll both just sit there in awkward silence. <laughs> yes. I I have a couple, actually. I would think probably Esty, the Marvel connection that we have, um, Danny Rick, obviously, um, just because it's Danny Rick. But weirdly enough, I actually think... I would get on well with Max just because of some of the stuff that is happening in both our personal lives that we have in common. Um, so I think we'd like connect on that and, yeah, we'd be besties.
0: Interesting. I, I've i thought about this one long and hard and I want to say Pierre Gasly I really do, but I just think he'd he'd get on my nerves eventually. I feel like you and but Yuki. I was actually gonna say I think <laughs> me and Yuki, we are both immature little children who will happily have a go at someone if necessary, or even if not, just because we've y- just gotten <laughs> that fired up. Um, but I think Yuki, because also Yuki's short and I'm not as short, short as Yuki. <laughs> But Yuki would make me feel tall. So I'd be like, yes,
2: I'm the tall friend where everybody else just makes me feel like I'm a bitch. Oh, I'm the same. I'm five foot five dead and I'm tiny.
0: It's Hi. so funny.
2: It's so funny when people see me at work and associate my height with my job because they're like, how? Just that's so weird. I am not here for the
0: height slander I am about to hear, <laughs> okay, We are not doing this again, okay? Can I know that back that man to is little 20. Zane Maloney. That man is twenty <laughs> and he is a centimeter shorter than I am, okay, A <laughs> little unless you're talking f three in which apparently he's then ten centimeters taller than I am, in which case I call bullshit. I was but, bullying her the other day because um I, we saw the podium and little and Zane Maloney was on there. And the joke that came out of Melbourne was, Zane is so little. And she's like, he's not that much taller than me. No, he's he's a centimeter shorter. Sorry, he's similar height to me. And I was looking at photos. I was like, yeah, he isn't that short. I was like, he's still little. It didn't help that my mum was then kind of piling on and going, that is a child who needs to go back to primary school. He, he Girl, looks so I'm young. like that is that is that is a twenty year old, and she's like, no, that is a twelve year old.
2: Girl, my best friend calls me an elf, and every year at Christmas time, she's like, oh, better get to the North Pole. <laughs> I, nah, I
0: could, I'm not the shortest person in my family though. So short girls got to stick together. I'm.
2: I want to yeah, say I'm the shortest out of my little family of three. I'm the shortest, but. <laughs> you have like the, five a five-year-old stepson. <laughs> like, if he's talk to us like, again in 10 years. If he's anything like his father, he's going to be tall. Like, he, my other half is like at least a head I will send you guys a photo later so you can see me and him standing next to each other and you'll know what I'm talking about.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, hmm. Right. Skirting away from ourselves slightly, um, but there has been some controversy over the last few days because one Mr Tom Holland was <laughs> with Red Bull but supporting Lewis. And then one Mr. Neymar Jr. was with Red Bull, but supporting his good friend Lewis. So how do we feel about celebrities accepting paddock passes from one team or potentially a driver, but going there and then openly admitting to, I don't support this person,
2: I don't support this team, I support someone else. You know what? I'd do it. <laughs> I would, like, I could, look, I'd support whoever whoever gave me the thing, but, like, if anyone ever said to me, who do you want to win, I'd be like, oh, Charles. 100% Charles. I don't care who gave me a pass. Charles.
0: I don't think they're doing it for support. I think they're doing it also to be like, you know, this is Monaco, there's a huge thing. I think there's a film festival on or something at the same
2: time I heard. Cans. can, But,
0: yeah, they're like, oh, you know, we've got all these people here, it's a big event, we'll invite a big name to,
2: like, up the social media maybe. Well, like, Kylie Minogue was at Monaco. I was like, girl, do you even watch Formula One?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: she's, like, friends with Jerry Horner, isn't she?
0: Yeah, probably, cuz I mean, surprised both, me. both in the music industry. Uh that's a bit of a stretch oh, for Jerry good old, Horner.
2: Good yeah, old but like, the Spice Girls. <laughs> I Back don't know Girls if you can call
0: anything Jerry Horner has ever done even before she was Jerry Horner music. And I love the Spice Girls, but it's not music. Look, it's not. It's it's good old-fashioned fun. I'll have a dance to it when it plays at work. <laughs> Oh, you – dude, I sit in my car listening to the Spice Girls and there's, like, that song where they're, like, um, uh, people of the world, Spice 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 Girls. dance. Yeah, That's the one I dance to at work. The one where it's, like, uh, something to the left, something to the right. I drive my car in those directions. (laughs) I make my car dance. That's a bit dangerous. (laughs) I do it on roads where there are no police, no other vehicles good i make sure that i am not in a position to lose my license don't do that kids (laughs) distracted and dangerous driving is not good but i think i might be a bit different i think it's it's one thing to it's one thing to be there it's another thing to be there as somebody who's like a vip guest of a team but, like I feel if you're if you really was, if you really were supporting someone and you really wanted to be there, especially these kind of celebrities like Tom Holland, or yeah, yeah, let's let's go someone like Tom Holland. Tom Holland has the money to pay for a paddock pass. Let's be real. He doesn't need to be invited to suddenly be able to get into these very exclusive areas. They're not going to make him go sit in Fangio Grandstand. Let's be real. Did, was he actually invited by Red Bull? Because, I don't know, something... I feel like because he was waving the flag that the FIA invited him. He was actually invited by Red Bull. He came down out of the Red Bull um, hospitality with his whole family. So, like, he had... He, him and his whole family had, like, passes.
2: I only saw uh. him and Harry. I saw Paddy. Little Patty. Or maybe it was Paddy. I don't know. Patty. Was one of I them. saw
0: Patty, Harry, his best friend. Um, and I think Osterfield. I saw S- the Sam. I don't know. Yeah, has also. Yeah, Sam yet. was there. What I'm I, getting think, I didn't see his, ha- the other Harry.
2: What I'm getting brother. out of this is Red Bull. What do we need to do to get some Paddy passes? Help you girls out. We, I only will need, stop. we only need four help you girls out for the OSGP next year. I'll stop the Max slander. I'll be we honest. Will, I'll, I'll stop the Max slander. We will, support, fair game. we will support Max and we will wear Max merch if we must. Mm. But get us get us into the paddock.
0: Oh, no, I've got I, rebel merch. <laughs> I, I can't be supporting this Max merch situation. I, I'm sorry. Just a hat. Wear a hat. Just, just a I hat. I can't do it. We're, I can't do it. I can't do it. I cannot have anything will, that has one on it, okay?
2: I, I'm sorry. I will, I will wear the Max merch for the whole – You can – yeah. All four of us, I will wear the Max merch. But get us some paddy passes, please, Red Bull. Ferrari. Even Ferrari. Are Mercedes. People-
0: Anyone.
2: Big fan. Alpha, Alpine. Alcatari. Alpine.
0: Anyone. <laughs> we are here to do the content with Pierre and Esty. Hey, Delta and I have met Esty. We have an inn, okay? I can we, we have can an have inn. some nap like banter. We can, we can have nap banter.
2: I just any team that wants to chuck us for paddock classes. For next year at the ODF, we'll happily take, take it. It. passes from Alpha Romero. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, but, See, but I would rather yeah. them invite people that know the sport and maybe not support the team that has invited them, than inviting people that have not a fucking clue. Yes, I was just about to ask, how do we feel about say people like Madeline White, who big Ferrari fan. Big Chanel fan. Like she is quite open about it. I think she recently brought like the Formula One Chanel collab shirt. It looks sick, by the way. You're out here killing it, Madeline. Um, what do we feel about people like her or perhaps Vicstar from YouTube? Um, who like they have a team and that's their team, and then they go and they support that team. Like, do we feel that they
2: should be included in this stuff where perhaps yes. they're not getting that inclusion because yes. they already know the sport? And do you know who they need? Someone needs to give a paddock pass to? No, who needs Alpine. Not us. Alpine needs, needs to give a paddock pass to Lydia. I need that girl to meet Pierre. I I just need the two of them to meet I know she went to a car reveal. I can't remember if it was Alpine or... I think it was McLaren. I know she went to one, but I just need Alpine or if they get rid of Pierre, wherever Pierre, I just need them to give her a paddock pass. I need her to meet Pierre. I also need her to meet Danny Rick because she is, you know, the president of Rick Nation. But... Both of the, anyone, someone, anyone. Give everybody. Her a, everybody give her a paddock pass. She is. No. So, she's great. Someone that I do feel, and I'm I'm
0: probably going to offend her. I'm so sorry. I, t- I don't remember your name. But whoever created Thirsty Thursday, get her at every, every media session on a Thursday. I beg you, like, do a grill the grid with her. She gets to sit down. She gets to go over with the drivers and put through, like, a top ten of their best Thursday, like, thirsty Thursday picks. I feel like. That would be amazing. I feel like she's.
2: I think her name might be Sam. I feel like she's been, maybe not in the paddock, but. I think she has met a few of them. Hold Hold on. on. I've got. All she, oh, she goes by on TikTok is she loves F1, and I'm still trying to figure out how she got that video of Valtteri doing the Thirsty Thursday intro cameo. Oh, that is so smart. <laughs> He's on cameo. Oh, I need. You to- know, the man some- doesn't have enough money. One of us needs to get on Cameo and get him to do an intro. On he needs to do an intro for the podcast. Oh, my God. Yo. Yes. Um, I'll double check that he's still on Cameo. Any driver, any driver. We need to get Valtteri Bottas. Uh, Swish, sorry. Valtteri's on
0: Swish. Never heard here of it. in Australia. But... It is going to cost you five hundred dollars oh. for a video from Valtteri Bottas.
3: God,
0: That's can we have mate rates? It's <laughs> a lot of money. Mate rates. I don't. Don't know how I feel about that one. Um, I'm going through, looking at the motorsport and where. You know what?
2: We'll just try and get Scotty James to do it. Not F1. He's not in F1, but we love Scotty James. We do. We do.
0: Um, hmm, I'm looking at my list here and we've Maybe Liam Liam Lawson. Ooh, ooh. Send him a message on TikTok. That man is still trying to prove it's it's really him. I saw th- there was <laughs> a um video. I think I saved it, I don't know, of him and they're like, oh, so what are you doing with your TikTok? And they're like, he goes, oh, yeah, I'm trying to, like, prove. And it's a whole thing of me oh, trying to yes. prove it to them. And like, he's showing, like, the piece of paper. And he goes, like, read the, my name. I read my, like, the date today oh, and my on, Instagram. It was on TikTok today. Yeah. And, he, and then he, whoever it was goes, that's so boring. And he goes, there's oh, like, so the many point. views. Yeah. I think he said he had, like, 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 300 like a... million views or something. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Mm. I like, w- what? That's I some madness. He's, he doesn't have a green tick on TikTok. I have to try make sure I tag the right account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could just message him.
1: Lol. Liam Lawson. Oh,
2: no, it says they can't because he's not following me. Well, that's rude, Liam. How dare you, Liam? We cannot stand for this. I'm Fix- totally... I'm totally doing it as we speak. Continue with our podcast while I type to Liam Lawson. Um well,
0: I'm so. gonna lean over to F2, Chelsea. Yes. Fire yes. away. <laughs> so the, we were talking about life? this. And the red flag. So <laughs> after they red flag. Oh, sorry. When they did the restart, we kind of got shitty because we were so confused. So they let Amory Cordille go down, round for a lap. He was already 18, 19 laps behind. And they said, oh, we'll send him round for a lap so he can rejoin at the back. Makes no sense. Well, it does make sense. But then off once they, once they start it, they then say the bottom 10 cars starting at Jack Crawford. All the way down. And they can unlock themselves from the safety car. They were not locked cars. Was it Jack but... Crawford? I didn't think yep. Jack Crawford. Cra- yep. Crawford's oh, yep. number nine. Crawford's number nine. Yeah. And we were sitting there and like, who's number's who? And I was like, 25's Boshong. We we're going through trying to figure out who's who. Um, and I figured out why it happened. So I was so confused. I rewatched it. So. They all pitted, like the top five, I think it was, pitted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And because the safety car doesn't go out in front of the race leader, it's just whoever's in front on track. Mm-hmm. So when they, they don't, the safety car doesn't start at the end of the pit lane, it mm-hmm. starts near the start-finish line. Mm-hmm. So as Porsche, Hauger, and the rest of them all come through, they missed the safety car and had to rejoin at the back. Mm-hmm. So then Jack Crawford, who was then leading on track technically, well, not leading on track, but who was then the first car behind the safety car. The lead car without a
1: pit stop.
0: Yeah. Well, he had pitted, but um. yeah, they then had them in front. So would that but, not then mean that hypothetically he was the lead car, though? Well, no, because Porsche and all that still had an extra lap. They were still on the same lap. But then once they they come into the pit lane, that's when they all bunched up behind them and it sort of looked – if they had have gone around track like that and kept them slower, then they would have gotten lapped. But why would they not reorder it in pit lane? Like, that's – or, like, send them around to join up like they did Amory. Why did they wait till they got on track to do that and then stop all the battling? Yeah, I – I
1: don't
0: know. It annoyed me. But, yeah, that's how I, I figured that one out. And I'm both glad very, somebody we were both figured very, that out. We were both very annoyed about that. We are like, they didn't get lapped. And they didn't, yeah. technically. I was going to say, Ollie Berman was not lapped. He was not lapped. And the reason I found this, because I, I said to you, I found a photo. So mm-hmm. I got Premar, and on their story, hold on, see if I can show it here. Yep. I don't know, they came it. out in defense of But Berman. they came out, and they said, that's the race leader. Mm-hmm. Which is Fred. I was like, why is Fred in the middle? He hadn't lapped anyone. And then, yeah, I saw Boshong in front. And then I was like, oh. It was from when they came in after the safety car.
2: So Which is was, that, of, was that Jack's safety car? Yeah. That was the only safety car we got in F2.
0: But that kind of cracked me up that they had no clue who it was. Like, Once it, again, the FIA sort of proving they are incapable of running anything. Well, it so, technically wasn't the FIA, that part. And they were like, oh, it's Martins. It's like, Martins, Martins, no doing, Martins. And they're like, oh, no, it's doing jumping down the, like, the leaderboard. So, and I, I do apologise because this is, well, one, kind of exclusionary, but two, also, you uh, might not be aware of this. Um, but what do we think of that Martins penalty? Because I've seen a lot on Twitter over the last couple of days and a lot of people are saying that he should I have mean, been disqualified and probably probably should have copped a race ban because that was super dangerous, way too close. I mean, the first flag that I saw, it was, you could definitely say that he didn't see it because it, I mean, they are flying around a track. And I think he only just passed it as they were putting it out. But there were, like, two, two in between that. Yeah, there was two in between, two or three in between that, but he definitely could have slowed down, I think. But, and obviously, I don't think he did it on purpose, not defending him or anything. But, yeah, then again, I don't think anyone really knew what was going on at that time. And it could have ended way worse than it did. I think we're very lucky it didn't end as badly as it as it could have. Like, that car was still on fire. We had a marshal was... right beside it that he was mere inches away from. I
1: suppose and, you...
0: like, I don't know exactly how fast he was going, but I'm going to say it's not 60 miles per hour. No. And I suppose so you that... can't say, like, the marshal should have moved because, He I mean, said mate, it was not... mate maybe maybe hearing the car flying down the track you know he could have moved out the way thinking oh maybe he hasn't seen the flags but at the end of the day the marshal was wasn't far away from the car the car was on fire and i was think doing he'd a job. gone past it once already too i think that was part of the reason why people were so like why people have been so pissed is because he'd already been past it and then they threw out the double waved yellows because it was initially just single waved. Yeah, no, it and was when it was single waved. Out. It was when it was only no, no, one No, 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 it was double waved. That's why he got the drive-through penalty instead of oh, like the I normal I thought it was only single. Because it was double waved. He right, failed to yeah. slow under double waved. And a lot of people have been calling for potentially a ban that may then end his career. Because if he's willing to do that in F2... And we already know that marshals have probably the toughest job in F1. They're stuck in those heavy, yicky fire suits all day, every day. Like, I just, I also think by the time you hit F2, you have no excuse. You know what the flag system means. You can Mm. see the car is on fire. And even as he goes past the marshal, there is no attempt to slow down. Yeah. You don't hear him, like, going through the gears. You don't hear him, like, hit the brakes. You don't hear him hit the brakes as he's kind of even coming up to the scene. And there's a a corner there that, yeah, it's the one corner you can kind of go flat out on.
3: Mm.
0: But he should have known before he got that close to a marshal. Slow down. Yeah, no, I was I was under the impression that it was the first time round because Martins was a bit behind Dewan and Maloney and all that. I think he was Yeah, Ollie? So I thought that that was the first time round, but yeah no, that is interesting if it was under doubles. There there's no excuse for doubles. No. No excuse for doubles. But what what did we think of of Dylan's
1: incident?
0: And you can't. We haven't even got like a full picture of how it happened because they just replayed it about fifty times, but they don't have the camera angle of when the first spin happen because he hit something first so my understanding is he hit something down at swimming pool carried some damage and then hit, hit something, something else, again and he's just lost it completely and then the car has once again what is it with alpines and catching on fire like i know you're french but god damn you don't have to set everything on fire in protest of something it's just not necessary yeah, I know, because you heard it before it, you saw it, and, like, I was on the phone to you at the time. I didn't want to react too much because you just were a lap and a half behind. That red flag but, was kind of helpful in bringing us up to, like, 15 seconds ahead of you, I will admit. Yeah. But, yeah, that was – and it happened so quickly, too. I'm glad he's okay, though. Like, yeah. Like, because that was – Yikes! Well, speaking of crashes,
2: oh here we what, go.
0: <laughs> what do we think is the worst crash that we've ever seen, or, or that ever one has ever had? The worst one. The worst I've one got, and then the nearest, like, the, the nearest miss.
2: Oh, man, I've got three.
0: The worst one I've seen would have been Guan Yu last, like, yeah, last year at Silverstone. That one was bad. I, I didn't think he that was getting top.
2: That one was in my second. That one was my um close call one.
0: Because, mm. yeah, that was the biggest one that I've seen while following this, like like, following the sport, like, Closely, because I mean, I saw Roman Grosjean's, but that was
2: that's a mine. fair bit
0: after the crash. That one gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, well, actually, there was um Sophia Fleursch's one in Macau, and like I I remember showing Dad that because he says, oh, you know, she's she's a fair age to be in F three, and I explained to him like, you know, she did that. she's like, female. Like, no, but not just that. That like, sounds like, awful. You but know, she, we she'll know. She was in the f, like, F3 f regional when it was called that. And like showed Dad the video. I was like, like she had this huge crash. And he goes, oh, my God, I remember watching that when the boys were racing. I was like, yeah, that was her. And he goes, oh, no, no wonder she's only making it to F3 now.
2: Hmm. I mean, the worst crash, I obviously didn't see it live. Jules Bianchi, I think. Worst crash I have seen would be um, Grosjean. I f- for sure thought he was going to, and that is how I fell in love with Charles because I actually fell in love with Charles from his voice, not actually his face or anything. I watched that and I heard his board, and it broke my heart. His onboard broke my heart. And then I'm like, I must protect this sweet angel at all costs. This is my driver. And, yeah, I've been a Charles fan ever since because of that crash, and that crash still gives me the heebie-jeebies. Close call one, or, like, big but not big, I would say, probably last year with Joe. I was, yeah, I was like, oh, my God. And Russell running, like, jumping out of his car and Mm. running across. It gave me um, flashbacks to supercars when Scotty McLaughlin um, crashed and was up on his side and um, Van Gisbergen pulled up behind him and jumped out of the car and, like, was helping him out of the car and everything. And I hate when people crash, but.
0: The other big one that definitely resonates is You're going to one. Yeah. I was and, say, well, and well, that was, I was my second and, Yeah. I but not only, was... like, I've seen the crash and it looks insane and everything, but then hearing what uh, JM, like, endured from that, like, he said, you know, he didn't pass out initially. He, like, was just screaming in pain. I was like, that mm-hmm. is who. That's I, a I, lot. I was gonna say my two so the one that i had i didn't see live because i was not born um but i have heard about many many a time is airton center
2: yeah i've seen that
0: san marino 94 i've is... seen
2: videos of it
0: oh <sighs> i don't like that one definitely don't like that one um First one I saw live was Antoine's, and then that one every year. That that's Spar really kills me up, every... Star kills me every. Spar is my favorite track, partially for Antoine. Spar I is my favorite track. It. Um, and then I have two for Closest Call. I have Monza 2021. That. And excuse my language here, but that, that terrorism, I, I, cannot, I cannot condone it. I don't care who you are. That was not okay. Um, but then my second one is Pierre in Suzuka last year. Oh, Way yeah. Way too close. We had already lost, like, that's almost, almost 10 years on. Like, we're, we're eight years out from Jules, and it's almost exactly the same. Like, we didn't learn at all. And that's one that, again, hippie jibbies. are – I got goosebumps just thinking about it. Although, and not to sound, like, rude or anything, but I am so happy that Pierre and Charles got so shitty. Yes. And, like, they made it very well known that that was not okay. And actually, it wasn't I'd, even just them. It was most of the
2: group but like, Most of the grid, but I think Pierre and Charles – well, we all know why Charles got so Charles, heated yeah. about it for both reasons, because it was Jules and Pierre. His dangerous. Father. It was Pierre. Like, P- him and Pierre are, like, it's to the point now where, like, in my brain I can't have Pierre without Charles or Charles without Pierre. They're always together. Um, But, yeah, even, like, P- like Pierre getting so up about it. And there was a few that I watched getting so pissed off and I was like good give it to them you let them know that it's not acceptable because we can't we can't tell them so they were not only their voice but our voice as well to say no that's not okay because we were all thinking it we can't do anything about it but they can so
0: Well, speaking of crashes, odd little segue here. But at what point does Lawrence Stroll start to prioritize the team over his son?
2: Oh, that's never gonna happen.
0: <sighs> mm. Yeah, he's a
2: businessman. It yeah, don't matter. Yeah, but
0: he also he also bought the team for his son. He did. It is an odd catch-22 for Mr. Stroll. That man is scary. I
2: don't know if you've ever my, met Lawrence
0: Stroll, but that no. man is scary. But He's my odd... S- I don't want to... My odd
2: yeah, segue. Did he walk his daughter down the aisle? Because in all the... No. No. All the behind-the-scenes videos I've seen, it was Lance that Lance. walked her down yeah. the aisle. And then fake-punched Scotty, but it was Lance that walked her down the aisle. I, I actually haven't seen anything to confirm if it was Lance that walked her down, but.
0: Maybe she's closer. Like, obviously her and Lance are quite close, but maybe her and her father aren't extremely close. Him being a businessman, he probably travelled a lot. And then would have prioritised Lance. Mm. Possibly. Definitely. Definitely. Oh. She also may have just asked Lance. She, yeah, she may have it said, was sweet, it, though." It feels more comfortable. Well, it was cute. Because aren't they that, aren't they twins? Or have I completely messed that up?
2: I don't think they are. I do know that that's how. They might be. I do know that that's how. Uh, her and Scotty met though. They met through Lance. Mm. Which is weird in my mind because I'm like, mm, how does Scotty know Lance? Well, he knows him through
0: Daniel. I was gonna say Danny. Yeah, <laughs> but then also Scotty's a Scotty's a snowboarder, so he's probably met Lance up on the well, like true, yeah. uh, up on the Alps mm. and stuff
2: in Canada. That was my weird segue. Continue on. No, he will never <laughs> prioritize a team over Lance.
0: But then back back to will he pro- Which who will he prioritize on our conversations about Honda? They've come out and said they want a Japanese driver. They've also said they wouldn't mind reuniting with Fernando. Sorry, Lance. They probably won't get both.
2: Oh, there's no, you you can't get both. You will will not get both. Not with, not with Not unless
0: Fernando gives up his Spanish citizenship and goes and gets a Japanese citizenship. Mm. And he doesn't seem like he's going to do that anytime soon. (laughs) He'd have to start that process now. Do we think they would prioritise, like, do we think Honda would potentially look at Fernando's performance this season and go, like, would, so So let's, let's put a hypothetical out there. Fernando and Yuki, because those are the two that were pretty much going, yeah, all right, this is who we're looking at. Who do we think they're going to prioritise in 2026? Bearing in mind that Fernando, who is currently 41, is going to be, what, 44? Maybe approaching that,
2: 45? That man is going to race until he dies.
0: That man is going to die on the race On track. the racetrack, of, yes. he, he He's going to go, and this, again, I can't believe I'm saying this, considering I just said that that particular crash gives me goosebumps, but that man is going to go a la Ayrton Senna in some stupid way that you're going to go, what the fuck? Like, what?
2: Yeah. What's going on here? No, he, Um, I think, I think just based on performance, I'd probably go with Fernando. Because as much as I love Yuki, he's not, like, he does perform well. It's just not too... Fernando's standards.
0: but I don't know. and I'm gonna I'm gonna counter argument here. Yuki is a lot younger. Yeah, that is my. He has yeah. time to learn. He he's got three years to learn, or two. Yeah, Let, let's just count two years. If they're saying we want him for the 2026 season, he's got two years to learn and grow. He's not a world champion but that Aston Martin continues the way it currently is and he could be at Aston Martin, a world champion. Would they potentially look at youth and talent over a man who, while he is still performing at incredibly high levels, is undeniably past
2: his prime? Yeah, I would. Look, it's a catch they could prioritize, don't really know they could prioritize it could go either way
0: I think like I mean
2: it'd make more sense to go with Yuki because he's younger and he's got that that chance to improve and obviously not go downhill like Fernando could but we don't know what they're thinking so it's hard
0: I'm going to throw a curveball in and say, depending on how Owasa goes this year, he'd be a third one in in the running for it because, well, he is also a Japanese driver. He's with the Honda Racing School. And, I mean, if they get the time to sit there and develop him, he, if he gets put up into that Alpha uh, Tauri seat, which is possible, it's not certain, but it's possible. Like they might, depending on how Yuki's season goes, because I do believe it would be more between him and, well, between Yuki and Owasa, just on the age scale more
1: than where they're sitting talent-wise. I don't know. It could be probably, I feel it's more between the two of them.
0: Or... And thinking along those lines, Aston Martin now have their own junior driver program.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Would they potentially prioritize a junior who would would they potentially bring through a rookie? So That's that is Felipe. It, I feel like Drink. Felipe may have aged out by that point, unfortunately. Um but could we see an F three driver sit in F2 for the next few years, like sign with Aston Martin at the end of the year, sit in F2 for a couple of years and then come through in time for Honda to take over and they're – Let's have a look. Or someone from Super Formula. Yeah, Super Formula because, as we said, I think last week, there's only, I think, three drivers who are not Japanese – being like Liam, some Brit, and someone Current
2: from a some cu- European Liam, Liam Lawson, taking it to the down under crew. <laughs> Current championship leader Liam Lawson, who I've also messaged Is he? Is he? to try and help us to get the up intro. <laughs> You're welcome, bro. If if we
0: if we can get Liam if we get Liam Lawson on the pod, I have questions about oh a lot God. of things. I'm just having a look now. I can't. If look. I got
2: Lee, we got Liam on the pod, my first thing would be like, "Prove to me you're Liam Lawson."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would have so many questions, and I feel like that'd have, be one that we'd have to have Kate around for because they're not here too. Kiwi accents. I'd be, I would, I'd be like, finally. I
2: would have so many questions. Like, like my one of my first questions would be. Um, Oh now I'm having a mental blank. Oh, how was it to drive around Bathurst in the Red Bull? Like mm. and he he a la Tom Holland there because I seen someone on TikTok um saying he was doing um like hot laps. And someone mentioned something to him, and he said, "Oh no, I'm racing around Bathurst." And we're like, "Oh yeah!" Like you let it slip. You just Tom Holland. You just did a Tom Holland, and you let it slip, and you probably weren't supposed to.
0: I think it got like announced like the day after that, or something. Yeah,
2: <laughs> probably because <laughs> he did the Tom Holland and let it slip, and they're like, "Oh well, I, well might as well announce it now."
1: <laughs> I'm gonna just throw it out.
0: Just to get the out <laughs> intro. You're welcome, bro. If if we if we can get Liam Law, if we get Liam Lawson on the pod, I have questions about oh a lot God. of things. I'm just having a look now. I can't. If I, I got
2: Lee, we got Liam on the pod, my first thing would be like, prove to me you're Liam Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> I would have so many questions,
0: and I feel like that'd have be one that we'd have to have Kate around for because they're not here.
2: Two Kiwi accents. I'd be, I would, I'd be like, finally. I would have so many questions. Like, like my one of my first questions would be, um, oh, now I'm having a mental blank. Oh, how was it to drive around Bathurst in the Red Bull, like? Mm. And he, he, a la Tom Holland there, because I seen someone on TikTok um, saying he was doing um, like hot laps and someone mentioned something to him and he said, oh, no, I'm racing around Bathurst. And we're like, oh, yeah, like you let it slip. You just Tom Holland. You just did a Tom Holland and you let it slip and you probably weren't supposed to.
0: I think it got, like, announced, like, the day after that
2: or something. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because <laughs> he did the Tom Holland and let it slip, and they're like, oh, well, might as well announce it now. <laughs> I'm going to just throw it out there. Liam, if you're listening, you know, hit us up. Hit us up. <laughs> hit us up. Come come do an episode of the pod. We'd love to have you.
0: We, we do have... A Kiwi component. She's we not do. here. She's
2: just not here. So,
0: well, we, hang we on. Have a, we no, have you. I was going to say Kiwi. I count. I have citizenship. I count. I may live in Australia, but I count. So, ah, oh, many a question
2: for you, my guy.
0: Many a question.
2: Coming and outnumber the Aussies, or even still, that wouldn't outnumber the Aussies because you're no. still no. Because I'm, I'm half and Cause, half. I'm an answer. Two and a half. Yeah, it's two and a half v two and a half. We'd need to see. I also count him as an Aussie, so it'd be no, no,
0: no, 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 no. no, no. You people need to stop stealing stealing things from Australia from New Zealand, okay? Australians need to learn their place. Keep your grubby little fingers to yourselves. First you you took Pavlova. First you took Pavlova. Then you took Russell Crowe. Not that we're upset about that. You can have him. And Crowded House. (laughs) Now you want to take Lord and Liam Lawson. Is Daniel Ricciardo not enough for you people? You can have
2: Oscar Piastri. We'll trade. No.
0: I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. Hold on, here it is. Is this right?
2: I think it's a good trade.
0: You're Australian, of course you do. Have you seen the um, tuners ad uh, for, with Liam Wilson? She's like, yeah, um, something about, um, unlike Russell Crowe, yes, he he's Kiwi or something. Yes, Russell Crowe okay. was born in New Zealand. Crowded House came what? out of no, that's New what, Zealand. That's what it was. Um, um, unlike Russell Crowe, Liam won't forget New Zealand or something. Yes, yes, because we. He was stolen from us.
2: Like I said, you can have him back. We don't really want him. Liam, we will take. We do. like. We'll think. take
1: Liam. No. We'll take Liam. No.
0: no. I'll take Marcus too. No. Not... No. No, no. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. Yes, Sorry. Yes, yes. Marcus Marcus Armstrong and Liam Lawson are not for sale. Oh, have you seen – and I can't find it again. I saw it on TikTok and now it's disappeared. And they had an interview with Marcus and Liam and they said Mm -hmm. something to Marcus and he goes, oh, you've got a bit of a European accent. I was like, no, I don't. And then Liam starts talking. He goes, you hear his accent? Liam's is stronger than Marcus's. Mm. But when he's with James, it gets stronger.
3: Yes. Yes.
0: But no, you are not stealing Liam. A Pavlova, I will not stand for this. I will not stand Well, he was trying to steal Tim this. Tams. Well, Liam and I are going to have beef, okay? I will take the side of Australians on the Tim Tam situation. Yeah, like, he was on the DTM one, and he's like, oh, here, Tim Tams from New Zealand. And one of the engineers goes, they're not New Zealand, they're an Aussie snack. And he goes, no, they're not. And he goes, Liam's like, no, they they, you know, they're Kiwi. And one of the engineers, I think it was an engineer, he goes, oh, no, they're, they're definitely Australian. He goes, actually, they probably are. All good things come from Australia.
2: Ah, uh, Liam, how Did dare you? you? Again. Do you say all good things come from Australia?
0: I think that, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he said. It's been I, years since I've watched it.
2: Cheers, Liam. Liam,
0: we're going to have beef, okay? We are going to have beef. You're half and half. That you're doesn't mean sides. I can't. I no, in certain circumstances, I have one side and it is not Australia's. Rugby Union, not Australia's side. Pavlova, not Australia's side. <laughs> Lamington's, surprisingly, Australia's side. I don't think New Zealand came up with the Lamington. No. You, I also don't think New they Zealand came up with get... the Pavlova. No, that has been proven. The first Pavlova was made in 1926 <laughs> in New Zealand. I can prove it. It was fought in the High Court. Boom! Pavlovas stick with us. I love that I'm that's very... what we take to the High Court. We took it to the International, like we, we took it to the Hague. Yeah, we but that's fought the... that much over it. We took it to the that's Hague. That's my point. That's what we took to the Hague. Like, yeah, no, not war criminals take... or anything. Yeah. Just who created the Pavlova. Though so, I was just looking at a list of things. Um, Dangerous. So the father of the Aussie flat white is said to be Alan Preston who claims to have coined the term adapting it from North Queensland where locals had adapted espresso coffee to white coffee flat. He says that he was selling the flat white from 1984 to 1985 However, in New Zealand, they claim to have invented the flat white in 1989 after a failed attempt to pour a cappuccino. <laughs> um, I'm going to continue here. Celebrities, people who were born in New Zealand. Rebecca Gibney from mm. Insert, what was it? Yeah. What was the? Packed to the Rafters. That's it. So oh, she's been her. in a hot, whole bunch of other stuff as well. Uh Lord, Russell Crowe, Keith Urban, Jane Campion, Stan Walker, all born in New Zealand, therefore New Zealanders. Keith Urban, I'm happy for Australia to take because he does not consider himself a Kiwi because he came over as like a as a baby. So I'm happy for Australia to consider Keith Urban one of their own. Speaking of people converting and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. Um, Christian Mansell. That <laughs> mother. So yes, let's he, talk about this. Lists. Annoys me. So he is very much like when he came to Australia, it was like broadcasted. He, one of the Australians, everything is of his. He is Australian. Ah, uh, and he races under Milly. the British flag. Like
2: <laughs> you cannot why? be both, my
0: guy. I love well, that we're mine. talking
2: about this on the podcast because we talked about it We've in the group in chat. chat. And uh. I guess it's like, Alex, he races under the tie flag, but he is British.
0: But it's, I don't know, I feel like it's, what? Like, it's what a bit different. Lewis races
2: on. Not- un- Lewis races under British, doesn't he? But he's like, yeah. where else is he a resident? He has,
0: like, he, he has honorary citizenship of Brazil, but that was only granted in 2021. So he's or, only ever been able to race under the British flag. Uh, but um, they don't, he's not ad, like marketing yeah, not, himself as a, like Alex, for instance, he's not marketing himself as a British driver. He is, everything's marketed as a tide driver. driver. The only reason why he, raced under the British flag in his early career is because of the fact that under, um, I think it was WADA, like the World Anti-Doping Agency tied, you were not allowed to compete under the Thai flag because of like doping allegations and stuff like that. So he waited till he could go back to the Thai flag because he raced in karting under the Thai flag. So he's always been he's always been a Thai driver who was just born and raised in Britain. Well,
2: if you raced, what flag would you race under?
3: Oh,
1: Aussie. No,
2: don't would know. Would you I race? Think. Would you race as an Aussie or a Kiwi? Ah, oh, see, this is where it gets hard. This is where it gets very, very hard
0: because. There have been times where I've been willing to turn my back on Australia because Australia has turned its back on me and, and like, my family as New Zealanders. Like, back in 2014 when they were talking about making us choose, it was like, well, fine, fuck you. I'm going to go to New Zealand. Like, how do you think this is going to play out? See, I would... I'm... Oh, sorry, Chelsea, you go. I... I think I would have to see in terms of what might offer me more opportunities because for me, I, I grew up in both countries. It's not a matter of, I was in one country and I'm, like I say, I'm proudly from Brisbane and then I left when I was 12. I spent a pretty equal amount in both countries. Like, Brisbane is my home. Christchurch is my city. I have, like, they both kind of have, I have an allegiance to both of them. If I could just cut the flag in the middle or redesign it so that it works, I'd be like, I I am, here's the Anzac flag. This is what I'm racing under. Because I don't
2: think I could pick one or the other. I mean, the Kiwi flag is pretty much the Australian flag, just different colours and a little bit added. Maybe do the and Kiwi the flag with the, maybe do the Kiwi flag but with the Aussie stars. The the Cuz there's only are, like only yeah. a couple
0: of stars extra, isn't it? There's a few stars extra and then New Zealand has a five-pointed star where I believe Australia has an eight-pointed star.
2: There you go. So, we'll so their out- stars
0: are as like a slightly different in terms of size. But then also the Southern Cross is regarded as different in New Zealand, and then we don't have like the other little extra bit down below
2: the Union Jack. You can have your own flag. We we can make it's a combination of the two. I would happily accept a combination of the
0: two, and then I could just say
2: I am an Anzac. I have like I'm similar, but not really same country. I'm Victorian. I was born Victoria. I was lived there until I turned eighteen. I left just before my nineteenth birthday. Moved to Queensland, which is where I've lived for the last what, eleven years—eleven or twelve years. I call myself a Queenslander, but I'm also a Victorian.
0: Were you born in Melbourne?
2: Just outside of Melbourne. I was born in Ballarat. You're a Mexican. I am a Mexican. I'm from South. South. Um, But like that, I'm. People always say to me, where are you from? I'm always like, "Uh, well, technically Melbourne or technically Victoria, but I live here and I have for like this many years now. So practically here now.
0: See, I because i'm I'm Maltese, I've got my citizenship and everything i I think it would be cool to be like because I don't know of many Maltese racing drivers hmm. but I would probably do what um uh, what Manuel Correa does. he races under the American flag and I would obviously race under the Australian, but then has i- be, i'm pretty sure I've seen it he has the two flags on you know, where everyone has like just their one flag on their suit or on the halo. He's got the two. And he, so you're always a American Ecuadorian, I think, racer. I think I would do the same. But obviously because I I've never gone to Malta. I haven't lived in Malta. That's just my heritage. I would it's a different different experience to use and obviously JM, but see I got. I. I think because we don't see as many Kiwis coming through, I think I might. I. I probably would race under the New Zealand flag, just because I like. I, and I know that this is purely a hypothetical situation. I am not a go karter. I'm not in mm-hmm. line to step into F one, but it would be cool to be the first female. Yeah. New Zealand driver. Like that would be sick. I also feel that New Zealand gets pretty heavily disrespected in motorsport categories. I mean, I can rant about the fact that McLaren, Bruce McLaren was a New Zealander. The company was originally founded in New Zealand, but yet when you hear McLaren Racing, which again, founded by Bruce McLaren, you see the British flag, you hear the British national anthem, but it was a country that was built off of the backs of hard-working Kiwis. When Bruce McLaren first made the team, it was Kiwi expats that he hired. So, like, that is New Zealand blood, sweat and tears into that team to get it set up. And we get disrespected in terms of we don't get any kind of mention. Mercedes may be based out of Britain now, but they still play the German national anthem. Red Bull may be based out of Britain now, but they still play the Austrian. Like, it's one of those things that it's kind of like, I think maybe for that reason, even though I've now, like, as an adult, I've now spent more time in Australia. And I think being an Australian would probably bring me more opportunities because Australians are regarded more highly than Kiwis are. But, like, it's it's interesting for me to kind of look at how many other drivers are out there that have that sort of dual citizenship, dual nationality of how did they decide what flag to race under? Max well, could have raced under the Belgium flag, like the Belgium was, flag,
2: as could Lando. I was just looking up why Alex races under the Thai flag, and he did it mainly because he wanted to be... Well, like there was no Thai drivers in motorsport. So he and his father, who is the UK part of that family, respected that and encouraged him to do that. That's why he chose um, to race under the Thai flag. I was looking because how you said um, JMC drives with both flags, I low-key kind of wanted to see if Alex drove with both flags on his car. I can't see anything. I'd have I, to deep dive into it. I'll deep dive into it during the week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one, I think, uh, Robert Schwartzman. He was born in Israel, from what I remember. Um, but when the whole invasion happened, um, I remember Kirill Small, which probably is not a name that you two would know, um, he couldn't race because um, his main sponsor and also he was a Russian driver in F4, I believe at the time, they pulled out, all their drivers had to pull out because they were not allowed to race under the Russian flag. And it was said, you know, you can still race, you just you can have, have, to have to race, race under a different, different flag. flag. But they, a lot of them, like I think SMP, I think that's who the team was, said, we don't support that because they are Russian athletes. You're not asking any other te- any other driver to disrespect their na- nationality just to do the sport. And so they all pulled, like, all the Russian drivers pulled out, basically. And there was big talks about, well, how will Rob be able to continue? And I don't know, well, he never, I don't think, raced in that time. Those big things of, will he go under his Israel, like, will he have to use an Israel license? I remember that because there was talks about well, he got his super license while he was flying the Russian flag. So mm. should he have to go through should he have to go back through F two, like F three and F two again under the Israeli flag, because he doesn't technically have an Israeli super license; he has a Russian super license.
2: Kind of like Mazda spin. Mm. Was the no to race because he was a Russian.
0: The problem with that though is he had no other nationality that he could race under. Or well, that and and... was
2: pretty stuffed anyway because of his dad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, even, even if they could have, like, even if ha- like Hass had have been able to keep him with his, even if his dad had to pull had to pull out, the prob the big problem that led to his firing was he couldn't Like the British, <laughs> we grown- decided. Well, yes, <laughs> you're not wrong. But the British Grand Prix banned anybody who was like of Russian ethnicity from driving at their Grand Prix that year. So and it wasn't even Danny, just did, yeah, wasn't going to be able to. I think it's only just recent. Is it just recently been removed, or is it still there and he's like no. suing or something? Um, Mazepin's suing I don't know Canada for one because they wouldn't let him in. I don't think to Canada. Um. But Danny Kivyat was racing – oh, no, he only did start racing this year again with Prema
2: I was um, going to say he's with Prema.
0: Yeah. So I think the band was probably lifted this year or if not late last year. But then again, I don't think Weck um, goes to Britain very often. I also don't think – I think, like, say Danny kivyat that's a bit of a different situation because yes. he doesn't have ties incredibly close to the Russian political regime. I think the the interesting thing to look at is in tennis. Um, I don't know if you guys know much about tennis, but Daniel Menevedev, Yep. Oh, God, Now, now I have to put my understanding of geology geology, geography and genealogy together. I think it might be his uncle or like a, somebody, high, like a high-ranking member of their family is like the prime minister who's pretty much next to take over from Putin. So it's one of those things where a lot of people were kind of like, well, why does Daniel Medvedev get to keep going when – Like, that name is out there as a high-ranking member of the Russian political regime who is quite frequently out there continuously degrading Ukraine. Okay, so I've just Googled it. So um, the FIA allowed Russian and Belarusian drivers to race on a neutral flag, and that was Mm -hmm. straight afterward basically, but um, they were allowed after the 2021, or during the 2021 season, to race, Um, will continue racing again in international motorsport events. Because I think it's like when Russia got done after the Sochi Winter Olympics for doping, and they were allowed to compete as Russian Olympic athletes or... Like, they, they competed under Rush, the Russian Olympic Committee, because but they I weren't did. allowed to compete as Russia.
3: Um,
0: hold on. Because I think the flag for them was, like, it was the five stars of the Olympics in, like, a big circle with ROC written in black on, like, a white flag. Hold on. I just
1: want to see because...
0: Um. Yeah, the, Rush, the Russian Olympic Committee. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember, yeah, that when it happened in Beijing with all the skaters, hmm. um, they had another drugging scandal. As per usual. But uh, moving
2: away. Moving actually, away from other no. sports. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just no. throwing it no. out there that SD took his trophy to Macca's. <laughs>
0: That is the best thing in the world. Well done. He took it, he
2: took it on a road trip. <laughs> well done. He's got it strapped in the seat and everything. It's great.
0: Odd odd kind of question, but especially in motorsport, do you think doping should be allowed? No. No. What harm is it doing? The car is predominantly the one doing the performance there. It's not affecting your mind.
2: Well, guess i mean, I'm, guess I'm what you're taking, I guess.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. But what harm is it causing? Like what harm aside from the harm that it's causing to the person who is doping? What harm is it causing to the sport if someone's doping in motorsports? It's not as if it's like a weightlifter who's taken a bunch of steroids to suddenly be able to lift 150 kilo. It's a very different situation. I mean, the FIA, I think, do also have to look out for their health, like the driver's health and wellbeing. So that's probably one definite thing why they said no, like why would they would say no to it. Um but yeah, I think doping just doesn't have any any place in any sport, no matter the sport. So you would be against just no doping, like you'd be against completely removing doping laws and kind of just saying, if you want to dope, go for it. Let's push the limits of what the human body can do.
1: I'm not saying drug
0: people up to...
1: I, compete I'm, not in saying, sports. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah,
0: no. but I'm saying if they want to compete as somebody who has doped, could we not potentially make a separate category? You've got your clean one, you've got your one that you know you've doped. Let's potentially push. Let Let's see how far you can go. You You want to take steroids as a weightlifter? Cool. Let's see how far you can push that. If like, they're you, gonna,
2: you if it's separate. No, because I think we,
0: yeah,
2: like you can't have them in the same kind of series or competition because they're going to have an advantage over someone that doesn't. So if they're in separate like categories or whatever, I guess whatever floats your boat, rock on. But um, all together, just at, like in one category, no.
1: Interesting.
0: Well, segueing into segueing from upgrading your body with illegal substances. Odd. Upgrading your cars. Yeah, to upgrading your. cars. I was trying to figure out how to work that, and (laughs) I'm like, I know that it's upgrading yourself to upgrading your cars, but how do I kind of? Because they're currently illegal, but they're not like ecstasy. So but, So, yes, upgrading cars. Upgrades. Yes. Let's let's move on to the so, upgrades that we have seen or we have heard are coming. I've heard McLaren's getting basically a brand new car. A
1: la um, Mercedes. by
0: Silverstone or Austria,
1: which Just will be in very interesting.
0: Summer. Um I think that will be very interesting. It as the commentator said, those two in a good car, would it would shake up their championship. And it would be nice to see them, I mean, especially Oscar, higher in the championship and higher in the points. Because it's just do, a win to see him in the points at the moment. Yes, yes it is. And I mean, we, he is a good racer. Do we think that by pretty much completely bringing a whole new B back again, a la Mercedes. Do we think that that is going to actually help McLaren, or do we think that while they may gain they may gain back some of the performance they lost potentially from last year, other teams will have then moved forward, and we're not going to see them perhaps competing for p four with Ferrari and. McLaren and oh sorry Ferrari and Alpine or p- perhaps even Aston Martin because well that's my next topic. I don't know I feel like it it probably depends on what they're upgrading because I don't know this like I'm not sure on what exactly they're upgrading and how they're upgrading it but I mean, I think they can definitely get back up into the front midfield and start battling in there again with Aston,
1: Alpine, Ferrari, hopefully. But yeah, I think, you know,
0: there's also so much on how the team is working as well the management between the team the drivers because we all know there's a huge problem there <coughs> Zach Brown <clears throat> sorry I had to sneeze oh I bless you don't bless apologize you. for the sneeze there it was 100% warranted but yes no Zach Brown has to go I, I He's got to go, blood. I'm going to start quoting from other sports again. He's got to go, blood. And I mean, I think it was Zach who said, Oscar's not taking shit. Like, he's, when he walked in to do everything, he was like, oh, so, you know, what can we do better? How can we, How can we be doing this better? And it wasn't blunt. He just wants to understand what's going on, how to do it. How can he perform better? How can he help the team perform better? And I think that might push Zach a little bit to how we – I think if they get further up into the midfield, there might be some tough team calls made. Who do you prioritise in that situation? If we – like, say we get get them fighting for perhaps – I Like, I'll be honest, I don't think it's possible this season. But say within a season or two, we get them fighting for wins. Who do you prioritise? Lando or Oscar? Lando. I feel like they will prioritise Lando. I would like them not to. But. I think after everything they went through to get Oscar, I think they've got to prioritise Oscar. See, and it's the tough thing that we were saying about Mercedes. They although like each team has their current champion and their upcoming champion McLaren has but they she do sort of have an upcoming champion or sorry they do have a current champion but Lando is still upcoming and they're both still very young in the sport so it would be very interesting on who they would prioritise
2: I just think they'll um, prioritize golden Lando boy because, yeah, he's well, he's just yeah, the golden boy.
1: Fair enough. Well, that
0: is an upcoming upgrade. What do we think of the recently debuted Mercedes upgrade? Because I'm missing the what no did- side pods. Oh, that's what they upgraded. <laughs> so they did also upgrade the floor. <laughs> the the floor was the changed, floor even went, though it was immediately photographed. Yeah. They they brought a whole new floor, and then within <laughs> the first hour of it being on track, everybody's seen the
2: underside of it.
0: They went put it up six floors. Um... Well, it's like
2: everyone's seen the underside of the Red Bull now too. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, but that's the one everyone's gonna want to. Everybody wants to see the underside of that one. No one cares about the w fourteen b well, here's a good one. I mean, not all that long ago uh Red Bull and Mercedes were at each other's necks about or oh, you've done this it should you shouldn't have done that on your car. Mercedes and Red Bull aren't fighting as much as they were who's like who is red like they're not competing as closely as they were back in twenty one Red Bull's got does no competition does though. Red Bull have really any competition no. Like, kind of segueing into my next point, Aston Martin and Mercedes are one point different mm-hmm. in the constructors. Aston Martin's not throwing up a... They're not throwing up a, a challenge because Lance can't keep up. Again, coming back to, does Lawrence have to potentially look at maybe Lance isn't what the team needs and can, how long can he hemorrhage money for his son? especially when you're competing with Mercedes and Red Bull and then you bring on Honda and eventually Honda's going to say enough's enough. We're Mm -hmm. not going to stay if we're just hemorrhaging money. Like, does he have to consider that maybe this Honda deal, while it may be be signed, is not such a done deal? Although I would love to see... Felipe, and I feel like they'll because you've got to do two young driver tests. I feel like they'll use Felipe for one, Stoffel for the other. They can't use Stoffel, can't they? No, because Stoffel's um, he started more than two Grand Prix, so they'd oh, have to they use Felipe go. for both. So, Felipe for both. I would love to see him in both of them just top like the timing screens and then go and Lance, uh yeah, Lance go. Mm. Maybe my spot's compromised because I don't think they'll – he's not performing as well as Fernando.
1: What
0: do you think, Steph?
2: Are we still talking about Lance Stroll being a daddy's boy? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think his daddy's going to kick him out, no matter how bad he is. Surely there There has to
0: be a point where he has to protect Lance. Well.
2: Until Lance wants to quit. When Lance turns around and says, okay, I'm done now. He'll be like, okay, cool. Out you go. I don't even think that
0: he'll accept that. Oh, well. Well, then. Different kind of question. Who do we think is, like, out of each team... Is a dri- uh, Is there a driver that's underperforming for their team? Can they be replaced? Who should replace them?
2: Nick DeVries. Logan Sargent.
0: Is, is a rookie. Yeah, but... Pi-
2: Piastri is a, is, is a rookie.
0: Is a rookie. So, I mean, those three, I mean, probably till the end of the season. If, midway if through consider, next season, that's probably where you can look at them a bit more. If you consider that Franz Tost has said... That you don't see the makings of a driver until three seasons in, mm. at least three seasons in. I need
2: to throw hands in because Mick didn't get his third season.
0: Hold on, let's come back to my. I I agree, hands must be thrown about Mick Schumacher, but of the drivers who, and let, let's go two seasons. Well, so in the second season. Let's say you've got a season to get used to the car and then you should be kind of up and running. You know what you're doing. You've had that season to sort of make your fuck-ups. So we're going to discount the rookies. Each team, is there a driver that's underperforming and should they be replaced and who should they be replaced by?
2: Not technically underperforming, just not performing Mm. to his best, Lewis Hamilton.
0: Yeah. Sorry, Chelsea. I oh, disagree. I mean, he, was, he did not too bad this way. I, mean, I disagree. He that car is, should not have been fourth. And he's put – you have to remember, he's the only non-Red Bull or Aston Martin driver, aside from Esteban in Monaco, to get that car – like, to get a car on the podium. So I think give Lewis some credit I because mean, he got yeah, it, he got it on the podium in Australia –
2: And no one expected it. His I think I think George has come in and been a lot better than what they expected of George. Mm. Like last year he was was, he was Mr. Consistency. Like he was top at least like top six for majority of his races.
0: But when you then consider Lewis sacrificed himself to help the team. And then also that car is not as good as it should be. Like this is an eight-time
2: constructor championship team, that car is a piece of shit. Oh look, I'm so, even going to I'm even going to throw my dream husband under the bus. And Charles is way below what he should be. Is performing way lower than what he should be performing. But He's is his he, majority the car. I think his problems are majority the car. But Carlos is doing. Much better than, although they're only, they're sitting right underneath each other in the, in the, um.
0: I don't think Carlos is actually doing all that better. I think Carlos is underperforming. Well, he's six points above Charles in the championship. Yeah, but it does yeah, when you got like DNFing for three races.
2: Charles DNFed in how many races now? <laughs> yeah, like there was what
0: a penalty within the second race because of the fact that they've had to replace one of them. What didn't they had to replace? What was it? A PU because it blew up in the first race. Yeah, the second race they had to then replace it again because they found that there was something wrong with it. Like he's had such bad luck this season. I don't think. Like, I think Carlos, considering that his teammate has had that bad luck, six points in a Ferrari,
1: that's pretty
0: bad. Mm. Like, you've got your teammate who didn't finish three races, and all you can say is, oh, but I finished, what, eighth in those three races to make up those points? That's not good enough for a Ferrari driver. I'm sorry. Like yeah, I, I feel like the driver I'm gonna say, actually I'm yeah probably K Mag. I mean I've heard his name a bit, but I've kind of forgotten was on the grid until we get to Drop <laughs> to Survive. And then all we'll <laughs> see so, will be Gunter. Like yeah that's that's all I really remember Hass for is the drive to Survive memes, but. I mean, K-Mag kind of has He's got two points this season. How many has Holkenberg got? Ooh, hold on, go back a sec. Uh, six. six. He's got six. I mean, as a as a team, they're underperforming. Yeah, Haas is always underperformed.
2: Considering maybe where that's they were. Why they're mar- mer- I was going to say, maybe that's why they're merging. <laughs> they're merging? Is it Haas that are merging with someone else? Alfa Romeo. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: I heard about that. Even though they're technically not merging, they're just taking on the Alfa Romeo name. So they're going to be Alfa Romeo MoneyGram Hass or MoneyGram Alfa Romeo. I'm not too sure how that's going to work, to be honest. But like, I think that each team individually, there are drivers who perhaps need to be examined and put on notice. I think Perez is one. Yeah, oh, although Monaco, oh, that performance Perez, in Monaco was not good enough.
2: Although Perez is second in the championship. It's a bit hard not to be when you've got that oh, yeah. cup. well when you've got the rocket but it's Perez, like when
0: it's like when Perez Mercedes is not was going in, too bad. It's like when Mercedes was in front, like when they were winning everything and you kind of knew, all right, well Lewis is going to win the championship, Valtteri is going to come in second. Was Bowser still up for the task though? I mean, looking at Checo, he's second Bahrain, first Saudi, fifth Oz, um, first in Baku, second in Miami, and then yeah, Monaco 16th. So Monaco and Australia have been outliers, but even in that sense, I mean, that car is a weapon. Yeah, Yeah, that car should be one and two every time. So yeah, for a third of the races so far, he's been on the podium. And when you consider that in Australia, half, half the grid crashed finish, out, <laughs> that's even worse. Because what would have happened if you had have had Pierre and Esteban, who didn't maybe there there was no Spanish terrorism, and they oh, sorry not Spanish maybe there was Let's no French terrorism. French. I'm thinking of Fernando and Carlos as well. Carlos didn't get that penalty. The French terrorism didn't happen. Would he still have been fifth? Or would he have been much further down the mm-hmm. down the pecking order? Like, those are things that I think Red Bull need to consider. I do think Mercedes perhaps need to look at their driver lineup, but I don't think too much can be done at this point because, well, one of them is seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton, who last year sacrificed his own season for the car. And then once he started prioritising his season in the back end, he very quickly caught up with George. And then you look at what he's done this year. I think George might be the underperformer this year so Mm. far, but I do also think it might be a bit too early. I think Ferrari, Carlos definitely needs to be looked at a little more closely. I think. I think Pierre, sorry, at Alpine. That's one that I don't actually it's, think he's doing too bad. No, he's not, not doing too bad, but compared to his. Considering. T- uh, actually, considering no, that he's that just come into the team. I take they're that They're on probably. pretty even ground at the moment. Considering sorry, that he's um, just come in and Esteban's been there for a couple of years. Yeah, no, sorry, I take that back. Um, I had numbers wrong there. Esteban, because I've got the numbers up here. So Pierre has had only one DNF this season and then in Baku That's he true. finished 14th. And then he's been consistently... Uh, eighth, and ninth, full and, seventh and Monaco, and then Esteban's had two DNFs, fifteenth and Azerbaijan, and then an eighth, a ninth, and a third. So this is what he's on two six twenty. His point standing point? will be his, yeah, his, his point, point standing his point will be higher, way above. Pierre, but, which I think is an interesting thing that when people consider who is the underperformer, they automatically look at points, which isn't always the full story. Yeah, because, I mean, Gasly's quite consistent. He's always been and always has been. just in the points. And, I mean, like, in, this is the thing it's about too Pierre, early, he, really. He's always I, been incredibly consistent no matter where he is. I think it's too early also to tell because we've only had six races. I think some of them you can can see that they are down on last year. I, I think Alpine is one that I don't particularly want to make a call on because there has been that switch. We have seen, say, like Fernando leave, Pierre's come in. Six races isn't enough time for Pierre to have kind of made his mark on the team. And to definitively, I guess it's like a rookie. You, you mm-hmm. don't really have the time in the first six races. I think, however, someone we can say who has made their mark and is definitely showing up their teammate, Fernando is showing Lance Stroll to be the middest of the mid. And
3: see,
0: so here's another interesting one. I would say probably Oscar's outperforming Lando. I would agree. I've always said that I didn't think Lando was as great as everybody said. Lando's had three points finishes over Oscar's two, but Oscar's been eighth, tenth, eleventh. Like, them three are the most consistent results. And then 15th, 19th, where Lando's been 17th, 17th, 6th, 9th, 17th again ninth again so at least oscar's higher up in the not point scoring Mm. section he oscar's two of those points yeah and oscar's had one dnf but that was a mechanical failure again it wasn't that he crashed out Hmm. what do we think of alfa romeo who do we think is underperforming there let me just pull up the names. Because we don't hear a show. lot about them anymore.
2: We don't hear oh, Joe's right. name. We don't really hear Valtteri's name. I think um, they're just kind of cruising. Well, they're not really. They're not far apart in the... Yeah, they're not in very the,
1: Well, what, an 18... 18- so
2: they're not far apart in points, are they?
0: Uh, two points apart. Valtteri's got... um one points finish in eighth and then uh Yu joe's got one in ninth he's dnf'd one race but then has been consistently 13th and 16th uh while valtteri's been consistently 11th and 18th
1: so interesting
0: view on that one that's, yeah very interesting uh, they're I I would say Joe's probably performing more consistently there. Because it thirteenth and sixteenth compared to eleventh and eighteenth, even though none of them get points, but but and then again who's who's higher up and I can't see like who makes qualifying every time. Who's out and what quality either of them really. That that card's not great. I don't think Archery's yeah. really had a Q three session all season. And he was someone he who always Q3. made Q3. Yeah, he, he, at one point there, I think he was on a streak of 100 plus Q3 appearances. Let's have a look. Qualifying statistics, 2023. Well, so we said we weren't going to count the rookies. But let, let's compare the three drivers. Oh, Interesting. Who have rookies as teammates now? Obviously, taking into account that right now all three cars aren't great. Obviously, some of them are potentially going to be a bit better than others. Who is being who is underperforming? Nick, no, 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 not the rookies, oh. teammates. So, Yuki, Alex, and Lando. You, I think, I think Lando is being shown up to be oh, yeah, Lando's being shown up. And that McLaren is better than the Alpha Tauri and the Williams.
2: Here we go. I say Lando and it also gives me joy to say Lando because all last year they were like, oh, it just shows how much better Lando is than Daniel. No, it's showing that the car was shit and Lando is also shit and you were just favouring him. And now that you have someone else there and we can all see that the car is shit, like, you're not really saying much any- anymore. You're kind of just letting it speak for itself. And we're all like, yes, yeah, he told you, Lando shit. Sorry, Lando.
0: Okay. So,
3: uh-huh.
0: Battle of the Asians. Thai driver versus Japanese driver racist. versus Chinese driver. It did. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. I... But... Thai driver versus Japanese driver versus Chinese driver. Who is being
2: – who is underperforming? Out of the Alex. three of them? No, Alex is – I think Alex is okay. I think, I think it probably might be Joe. Joe. I think it might be Joe. I mean, Yuki is not really having the best season either, but he's it's, not, defi- but he's it's definitely not Alex. What?
0: When What's you consider that day? he was consistently – I think he got his first points in Australia and he was 10th because well, half the grid just didn't finish. But then I think the first two races before that he was 11th. I think the race after that, he was 11th. He is constantly within like, I think by the time we get to race end he's within a second or two of points, he just can't push that car any further. I think Yuki's having a fantastic season and has stepped up as the leader
2: that we all knew he could be. He just needed that push of Pierre leaving. I think it's definitely out of the three of them. I definitely think it's Joe. It's definitely not Alex. Alex is maybe it's I'm biased because I adore Alex, but Alex is a good, he's a good little racer, Alex. I agree.
0: Hold on. I'm just gonna just trying to find results and stuff. Um, so, so one, the... you and Alex. Alex has yep. had two DNFs this year: a tenth, twelfth, two fourteenths. One, you has had one DNF, two thirteenths, two sixteenths, and a ninth, standing on two points. So, so I think yeah, sure. I My points stands. Um, I think shows so far this year a bit more consistent. Mm. I still think he's underperforming. Though I guess when you consider when he f- initially came in, a lot of people said he wasn't ever he like he sat in what yeah. F two for four years.
1: I think he sat for a while. He sat
0: for a while. He sat for a while. He sat for a while. He was in um. Well, I know there's a lot of controversy because he was a pay driver. Yeah. It was the Chinese sponsorship. 19 to 21. So mm. three drivers. Th- sorry, three years. in F2 for two. Um, and then Italian F4.
2: Also throwing it out there. Sorry, Kate. We're talking so much. I know you only wanted an hour, but yeah, <laughs> love you. Two hours well. at 18. Love you. Uh,
0: 2010 Um, because we got almost 10 minutes of just us talking silence, not not talking. But, so then, and we've, we've, I kind of want to take Lando out of the equation because we have shat on him enough. (laughs) Battle of the Brits. (laughs) Who's underperforming? Six races in and these guys are all pretty experienced by now considering three of them came in together. Shit, whits. which at the same are time, are we are we counting um, Alex as a? I'm happy British to count driver? Alex as a British driver. Um, I I mean we have to throw Lando in there. He races under the flag. Yeah. I
2: I still say Lando, but because we've shat on Lando enough. Um, who does that really leave us with? It just leaves us with like Lewis, Lewis. George, and Alex.
0: I. Th- I I love George. Don't get me wrong, but I think I have to say George. Alex, uh, Alex is in a Williams, and as much as I love Williams, it's not great. George is in a Mercedes, and is See, not doing
2: anything say, rem- I remarkable. I still say it. Lewis, even but though I, I think know, there it's is just a, sorry. A, I think it's just because it's been – he's gone from being the top guy for so long to not being as close up there as he has been previously. So maybe it's not an underperforming thing, but out of the three of them – or four of them or however many of them there are I'd still say I I think if we're taking Lando out I would say probably Lewis still racing well but can improve
0: I think they've all got room for improvement mm. What do you think Delta who who are you throwing out there I don't know um I think it's also probably a big thing to remember that it's not like the junior series where we're pre- uh, where we're pre- comparing, <laughs> come English, dead, dead set um, same car. Yeah, we're not comparing apples with apples. They're all individuals, and I think the best one to probably that we could say is underperforming is. And not that it's really by uh, it's yeah by a bit compared to his teammate would be Russell because that's the only one we're comparing apples with apples because I mean the rest of them they are all in completely different cars and the Mercedes is a championship winning car whereas McLaren that Williams yeah McLaren Williams. They're not – they're built to be battling in the midfield.
1: Okay. And that's,
0: so. that's a different thing to look at too. And I have to apologise because I know what I'm about to say is probably going to get me shouted at. But <laughs> battle of the French drivers, and I'm throwing Charles in there because of the fact that's, that Monaco was basically French. pretty much French – like you're on the french riviera who's underperforming who who's charles. the if if we're having to say this frenchman is under notice and if he doesn't pick his act up pierre. he's got to go who's going who are pierre. we putting under notice pierre charles yeah. i don't
2: definitely pierre well charles i think Charles's is his car charles is not his yeah, driving I think that's as also a person an important
0: thing but Charles I guess is, you could say he's had some incidences recently where it doesn't matter how awful the car is. He's he's pushed it over the limit. He has I, done that, not the
2: car. Eh, I still say Pierre.
0: <laughs> I'm going to say Charles just because, and I know it is a bit of it, most of it the car, but also like car and the team. But I don't, know, he's not where he was. Not even last year, like the year before, I feel like he was further up the year before as well. But I don't know if that's a true reflection on him or the team. i I've got some skin in this game as a Pierre fan. and I, I do feel slighted on Pierre's behalf. I, I'm not gonna lie there Steph. i do I do feel that's slighted all right. I feel for slighted him. for Charles, so. <laughs> But I I think it might have to be Esteban. I think he, in terms of consistency, Pierre's got I, it I over think him. You, you need to take into account the car. So, Pierre, and again, talking about comparing apples and apples, Pierre is more consistent in terms of if he's in the points, he's in the points. Esteban is kind of swinging wildly from I'm up here in eighth and ninth to. Holy shit! I just got a podium, which could be track specific.
2: I mean, but in 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 the uh, that's got a lot to do with Charles getting a three point grid penalty because if he didn't, but, I think Charles yeah, would have got I on do, the podium.
0: I do want to say we need to give Esteban some props for having provisional oh, pole at one point. That's mm, like sure. Pierre was not anywhere near provisional pole and. Esteban did really well to get himself to fourth before that penalty and probably still would have had a shot at the podium just on strategy alone. But I do think in terms of consistency, in terms of Esteban has been at the team longer and knows the processes, knows the car because he's kind of built the car he's had more input in towards building the car than Pierre has. Esteban's being shown up. And I think, again, Charles isn't performing to where he could be. He, I think he's trying to push more out of the car than the car can give. And I think he's slowly starting to realise that that car just isn't capable He might have to kind of wash this season away and try to start new next year. What does Esteban do? Because that car isn't awful. Like Pierre was keeping up with Carlos in Australia. We've just seen it get a podium in Monaco. Are we going to see more kind of unexpectedness from that Alpine where, potentially that Alpine might be fighting with Aston for, for a third place. Here's, here's one. And we probably should come back to this further in the year when we've got more races to compare to. I think but come back around Suzuka, yep. Compared to results last year and for the rookies in previous championships, who's the driver that you think's underperformed? I want to say Oscar because of the fact that he came from that those three championships back-to-back. But I kind of feel like you have to sort of take into account he sat on the sidelines for a year. And he's driving a tractor.
2: Well, yes. I kind of want to say Logan. Um, I For some weird-ass reason, I actually adore Logan. Don't know why. But I was... <laughs> no right,
0: it. there <laughs> goes the Logan slander delta.
2: There it goes, <laughs> out the window. I don't know why I adore him, I just do. But I would say Logan is underperforming just because, although he got knocked out of, of was it a Q2 or a Q1? No, Q3. He got knocked out of something by Lando, and they did the exact same time. Q2. And he only got knocked out because Lando did it first. So he, can be, up, he can be most, up there.
0: I think that was the most recent sprint weekend where they had that new format mm. because there was that discussion of, well, Lando's knocked him out, but Lando can't compete. Lando's going to sit in 10th anyway. Yeah. And so there I
2: was that, that kind of element that's of that pretty was. unfair. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think. Uh, although, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Either Logan or Oscar, just because I don't like Oscar. Nick is not doing that well either. All three rookies. The rookies are screwed. Sorry, rookies.
0: I'm going to throw a bit of a rug shout out there. I'm going to say Max. By this time last year, we knew solidly that championship was Max's. There was nothing anyone could do to take it away. I think there is the possibility that if Perez picks up his shit, he could take the championship away from Max. I think you have some mechanical issues and... Heaven forbid it happened. Touch wood for me as a Mercedes fan, but we could see Mercedes come through and potentially somehow take the drivers if if we if the cars
2: a bit more consistent now. I don't think Daddy Christian would let Checo have the championship. He'd want Max to do it,
0: especially how um, Daddy Verstappen chucked the shits at Monaco last year. Yeah. I 100% agree, but I, I do think that. Oh, it's oh, yeah, totally possible. chance I, that I it could kind of, happen. I I think, and this is just from watching him a bit more this year, trying to be nicer to my grandmother <laughs> about him, because he's not fighting Lewis. Um,
1: but I think he doesn't care.
0: He's he's always said all he wants is the championship. Anything more than that is just great. Like, the championship is the goal. Anything else is just another cherry on top of the I have a championship cake. I don't think he ultimately cares enough to be putting himself in situations where if it's going to get tight, if we're going down to... And again, heaven forbid it happens, but if we get to another 2021 situation where we're going into the final race on points, like equal on points, I don't know if he's going to care. Mm.
1: He he doesn't seem like he cares.
0: I think that might be the thing that makes him walk away. Yeah, I'm going to throw an interesting one out here, just because I think we've forgotten about Haas again. KMAG, <laughs> this time last year, KMAG had already gotten 12 points. Well, 8 points. or oh, 12 last year. There you go. Or that that doesn't include Um, – I'm skipping Imola because we didn't have Imola this year to compare it to. So you had 14 mm-hmm. with Imola last year. But, he, like, I mean, last year, 5th, 9th, 14th, a DNF, 9th, 17th, and another DNF compared to two points this year.
1: And, I mean, last year was
0: – like I mean, sorry, the first part of last year was a good year for him. Mm. Like, he came out, put that it in Q3 part, a few times. That second part, Mick was showing him up. Mm. But yeah, he definitely was... relative to where we are this year to last year, K-Max definitely dropped. I, I kind of – I think – as a team, again, I think it's got to go. Like most underperforming team has to go to Haas. There were very high expectations that they came out so well. They managed to do something really good at the start of last year with the regulations. And Hulkenberg They've, was coming back to the team. But it was. Meant to be yeah, a they were bringing thing. back Hulkenberg as an as the experienced driver who was going to help them get back into the points more frequently. They've implemented all of these cost saving like these cost cutting and money saving measures, but we're not seeing a car that reflects mm. that it's I think it's worse than it was in the first season of last year. So I think as a whole has have massively dropped the ball and could potentially finish the championship in last. Oh yeah I mean no doubt I mean that's that. a f- um Depending how, I mean, because currently Williams, Alfa Romeo and Alpha are behind them. Not in any particular order, but. I mean, all it takes for Haas is, you know, the odd, like high points, high-ish point scoring thing compared to, I mean, Alpha consistently got Yuki 10th, 11th. Hmm. That's one point every couple of weeks compared to the maybe every now and then higher point scoring finish. Well, moving on to our last topic of discussion for the night the Spain podium predictions.
2: Oh, here we go. Oh <laughs> yeah. Since
0: we're talking about who's underperforming and who's overperforming and what not, all that, are we giving F2 F two predictions as well? i would say F two as well. And are we doing an F three prediction?
2: I don't know anyone oh. F three.
0: Okay, we'll keep it to F two. I know Tommy Smith and Hugh and Christian Mansell. And you know Paul and Gabe Minnie. <laughs> yeah, you can't. I know some Paul. names. <laughs> okay, keeping it to F one, F two. So, F1, who are we thinking? Max and Checo. In that order?
1: Yes. And then I see Lewis.
0: Fernando's going to break his his podium streak, is he? No, I think Lewis has got something to show in that new car.
1: Interesting. Write this down so I don't forget it.
0: Uh, Well, I know that Kate is thinking P1, Checo, P2, George, P3 signs. Interesting that she doesn't have Fernando up there on the podium in his home race. What are you thinking,
2: Steph? Uh, So, F1? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Max, Checo, signs in that order
0: interesting interesting i'm gonna go because i kind of feel like it has to be done max one i think Hmm. i think maybe lewis too i, I agree with you delta I, I think that mercedes is perhaps Better than they were hoping. The, the bulging side pods have helped. God help us all. Give me back the sleek look. Um and then I I don't think we'll see a Ferrari or an Aston Martin on the podium. I think we might see another Alpine. And I I'm gonna go a rogue shout. I think it might be Pierre. I mean, it's probably they can fight for track position a bit more than they can in Monaco to so qualify for be think, all end all. I think it's uh, there's going to be a pretty. You put Fernando and Carlos anywhere near each other, and that's going to be a pretty ferocious fight because it's always going to be the battle of who's the Spanish top dog. Especially because one's a former Ferrari driver, one's a current Ferrari driver. Mm. Um, but I, I think, I think Aston's due some bad luck, and Alpine, I think, are due for some good luck. So I also think it'd just be really nice to see Pierre get to stand up in front of the Pierre Gasly grandstand at the Spanish Grand Prix. With his P3
2: podium. I am. Um, we're starting this little championship, like points league thing in the podcast. I'm coming for it. <laughs> You're coming for it, are I'm you? I'm coming for the trophy. <laughs> coming for the trophy. Well, As I'm going to make myself an think... honorary Leclerc. A Leclerc <laughs> has to take home a trophy this year. I was gonna Apart say if, if you
0: one. I, as as a Charles fan, I don't I think you're t- getting that trophy. I
2: don't, we're not getting <laughs> so we're close right now. Just we're not we're not getting any driving trophies, So I'm gonna take the trophy for the podcast. It's fine. <laughs> I'm taking one for the family. Take one. For I just team. don't want to come last.
0: I just don't want to come last. And moving to our F2 prediction.
2: Ooh. I've got – I think I've played it safe. I've gone um, Fittipaldi, Vesti, and Porcher. I didn't really have them in an order yeah. because I was like, well, you know what, I'm just going to go three for three. I've just, yeah, chucked those names out Chuck there. I've written them down as Fittipaldi, Porcher, Vesti. But if,
0: they, if they get on – If they get on things- – Sprint races as well or – because if they get on a sprint I, race, does that – I think that should still count as points. Oh, I've just put six names down for – I'll have six <laughs> names. So, do you want to throw out another three, Steph? <sighs> I'm we gonna, can, we stick,
2: can just do an I'm F1 league. <laughs> I am going to stick with Pocher so he Hear can that. be four. Um, and then, so
0: you reckon Porte getting on the sprint race podium and the feature race?
2: Yeah. And then I'm gonna okay. go with just because Yolo. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw in a Leclerc, and I'm gonna throw in a Behman.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair. I, I'm, I'm gonna leave you to last, Delta, because you, okay. <laughs> you are the. Series series theory. Theory. Well I didn't do too well last week. I only got uh, Fred. Uh, <laughs> oh. but I'm thinking. Oh, I think I, I think I said Fred at one point, didn't I? Actually, no. So I only got Teo. You got, yeah, you got Fred. I think I got, yeah, because yeah, no, I said no, I I both. I got and of, I got Owasa. Two out of
2: three.
0: And I got Owasa.
1: Um. I
0: think, and in no particular order, I think we're going to see both Premis. So I think we'll see both Oli Behrman and Fred Vesti. I think we'll see Ayumi Owasa again. I think we'll see Teo Porcher again. Oh, no, I got Enzo last week, too, because I said Enzo. So I came out on top on that one. Um... I think Dylan. I think Dylan knows that there is more in that car, and he can get more out of that car. Um, how many is that? What four? Yeah, I think so. Um, oh, now I want to say Arthur, but I'm just not willing to say it. I'm just not willing to say it. No, that's five because I've said Poche, Alasa, oh, yeah, the two framers doing. Um, I think Victor Martins. He has been so close to the podium or has pretty much been on the podium. Whatever he's doing in that, in that ART, I, and he's not afraid to throw his own teammate under the bus. Oh, yeah, no. Like, he was... Like, what was it, the feature race? He was straight up like, nah, fuck you, Tao. Cut you off. I'll cut you off. I'll do what I have to do. Yeah. So I think I think Martin's is
1: a good shout. Righto. I've gone
0: with, obviously, the two Promo boys. And then... Fred and Ollie. Fred and Ollie. Little Zane. <laughs> The boy from Barbados. <laughs> the boy from Barbados. Uh, Teo, my dad, height twin. Owasa and Jack Doon. Again, in no particular order, because oh, F two and so F two. <laughs> to just get somebody on the podium, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I got I got Paul on the podium, and I got very very excited about that. I'm aware. Uh, he always lost it too. Oh, boy. But I think that's all for us for tonight. Yes, it is.
2: I, I feel like. Been... We should call it a night.
0: <laughs> it's been great chatting with everyone. Uh, we will see everyone in a week for the Spain Next week. debrief. And...
2: Hopefully Liam helps us out with the intro.
0: (laughs) And whatever fun stuff comes our way over the next week. So peace out.